It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Uh, a story that caught my eye last week, and I was really keen to find out a bit more about it. Obviously, uh, we're going into the last AFLW season coming up that that will feature uh, not the full complement of teams. Uh, as we know that from AFLW 7, Hawthorne, Essendon, Sydney uh, will all have teams uh, in the AFLW competition along with Port Adelaide, and we, we can't wait for that. So for clubs, since that's been announced... Now you go into planning mode. Now you've got to try and figure out, well, how's our program going to work? How's our list going to work? And it was a really interesting story to see last week that Hawthorne announced um, that they would be launching the inaugural Hawks W Academy, which is going to begin on November 13. Uh, the program will include six sessions of skill development, player mentoring, and education. To tell us all about it and to tell us uh, the reason for its existence, how it's going to work, and what's uh, the intentions behind it. Uh, Josh Vandaloo, Hawks GM of Operations and Major Projects, has been good enough to jump on the line. G'day, Josh. G'day, Sam. How are you doing? Uh, I'm really well, thanks. So I was fascinated to read this last week. So talk us through um, the, the, the thinking and, and the, the planning that's going into the, the Hawks um, AFLW Academy, the inaugural version of it, and why you felt the need uh, to, to implement it. Yeah, no worries. Well, um, first and foremost, we're really excited to start working with some talented young players. Um, ultimately, we're joining the competition for season seven and, and we need to build a list and we want to build a competitive, talented list of players. And uh, it all starts with our W Academy, which kicks off this weekend. So um, we would have been off and running probably three months ago uh, after we were granted a licence, but lockdown uh, didn't allow us to do so. So um, we start now. So for, for this, Josh, I mean, you probably yet to figure out, um, you know, what you're going to get in terms of draft concessions, uh, how many picks you're going to be able to get in next year's draft and what you might be able to do in terms of um, uh, recruiting uh, players from other established clubs list and everything like that. So I suppose that all makes things pretty difficult in the meantime. So is this really about getting uh, a bit of a jump on that and to see, well, you know, if we don't know exactly what we're going to get and who we're going to get, let's put our effort into what we might be able to do in terms of developing players who we might want to recruit and draft. Yeah, you're exactly right. So what we do have is precedent with the previous clubs that joined, previous expansion clubs that joined the competition. So all those clubs were able to sign um, any players previously overlooked in the AFLW draft. They also had access to some young players from uh, their NGA regions. And that's really what makes up this academy. So we've got 50 girls coming down 
um, probably aged between 16 to 21 years of age. Um, so we're going to have a good look at them. They're all really talented. They've been nominated by their NAB League regions or, or their VFLW programs. Um, so we hope, hope that they get some development out of it. Um, that's certainly one objective. And the other is that we get to have a look at them and start that list build process. If it means we can sign a few of them um, sooner rather than later, then uh, even better. I noticed that several names in there have got uh, Hawthorne VFLW names next to them, which you must be really proud of because you've, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of effort that's gone into building a really strong and successful VFLW program. We've got a new coach now because Beck Goddard will take the reins of the AFLW side, but she, along with everybody involved, has done a ripping job in building a strong list, a competitive list, and it'd be um, just fantastic to see as many of the girls that have gone through that pathway make it onto your eventual AFLW list. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, Hawks have been involved for the last five or six years through the VFLW, um, and there's been 10 players that have come through our program, ended up on AFLW lists over that time. So there was the, the premiership in 2018, but ultimately the development of players and people and coaches, I think it's um, quite well known that our, our coaching unit at our VFLW level is an all-female coaching unit, and um, and they've been developing and they've been providing development opportunities for players. So um, that's our focus. We keep building that. Uh, if players come through there and, and find their way onto the first AFLW list, then um, that'll be a great result. So talk us through how the academy's going to run, what you're sort of looking for, um, how how in- intense or how in-depth is it going to be? So your new VFLW senior coach, uh, Sharia o- O'Neill, uh, will obviously be um, the, at the helm of it, um, but but how else is it going? How is it going to be run and facilitated? Yeah, so there's a couple of components to it. So yeah, just those six Saturdays. It's meant to be uh, an add-on to the various NAB League and VFLW programs that the girls will be a part of. Um, it'll mostly be craft work, so there's there's no conditioning or, or match simulation involved in any of it. Um, they'll split into four groups. Our, our coaches will be out there and some of our VFLW players will, will be alongside of the coaches. Uh, and then to finish off each session, we're actually going to have a presentation or, or, or a conversation that, it, that comes from some of our um, AFLW players that have, that have been on AFLW lists and um, even uh, some of the guys from our men's program. So Jack Gunston's been heavily involved in the, the development of this. Um, he'll have a bit of a chat to him on, on Saturday. And it's really about, um, again, providing that opportunity opportunity to develop and uh, for us to get a good look at them and, and how they go at this stage, uh, remembering their season won't, won't kick off until next year. Talk us through what Jack's involvement has been. I noticed that in the press release that, that he'd been involved in the structuring um, of the program. Is that something that he was has been really keen to do? Is this um, him looking yeah. at um, life after football and what his involvement might be? Yeah, I think one of the things at Hawthorne is we're always really conscious with our players of what they do outside of football. Um, Jack came to us looking for some own personal development um, and we're able to offer that through this AFLW program. So he's involved in the planning, he's sitting in on a lot of the meetings, um, done a bit of work on, on our recruiting database, some game analysis, looking at women's football over the past five years. And ultimately, he's going to end up lending some of his experience from being in an elite environment for, for more than a decade. So... Um, yeah, it's a great addition to the program and it's good for his own development. And a lot of the Hawthorne players will be in, in various areas of the club um, over the off-season as well. Uh, we're speaking to Josh Vandaloo, GM of Operations and Major Projects for the Hawthorne Footy Club, about um, the announced last week, the inaugural uh, Hawthorne AFLW um, 
the Hawthorne AFLW Academy uh, that's going to start this weekend. Um, what's the part? What's the process from now until AFLW seven for you guys, Josh, in terms of getting that um, AFLW team? up and, and running, um, how does it all sort of play out and how have you plotted the course for, from now until round one of AFLW7? Yeah, so there's a lot of um, building to be to be done. This is one part of it, the, the list build um, that's clearly developing the football program. So, sure, Beck's been announced, um, but we need to build a coaching team around her. Uh, I speak to her every other day. Um, she'll be back in Melbourne next year um, and, and start off that process. But then, really, from a Hawthorne perspective, whilst we've had a VFLW team, we're really going from, at, at that national level, um, a boys-only club to being co-ed going forward. So um, we're going to have new people involved that, that support the players and we'll, we'll be going from a club of 45-odd players to 75. Um, so that's really exciting for everyone involved and we need to put all that, those processes in place. Um, we don't just mirror what happens in the men's program. There'll be some integration. Some people will be working across men's and women's football going forward. Um, but yeah, the, the list builds the focus right now. Um, there's this piece with the younger players uh, that we'll be watching next uh, AFLW competition really closely. Um, there might be some players out there that are interested in, in coming across to Hawthorne and then there'll be the draft later on in the year. So um, it's step by step, um, but by September next year, we'll, we'll kick off with our first training session and hopefully by December, the end of the year, we'll be playing our first game. Um, so when you when you look at how... Do you, do you go and do some fact-finding, Josh, from the other clubs about when it comes to making... And, and as you say, integrating the men's and the women's programs and making sure that, that this is, you know, not just two separate entities under the one banner, but this is, is a football club. And, and this is where we, we share ideas and, and, and values and, and methods and all that kind of stuff. Have you, have you sort of found best practice being able to speak to some other clubs about how they've been able to do it successfully? Yeah, so um, one of the really good things the AFL did just last week, Nicole Livingston facilitated a session uh, where the four new expansion teams um, were online via Zoom, as, as we do these days. But that had a lot of speakers from other clubs that talked through their experiences. Um, we're all well connected across the industry, so you, you speak to those clubs and find out what worked, maybe what didn't work. Um, the, the, they've been through it before, so there's a lot to learn from, from those, those uh, elements. Um, we're just trying to pick out what's best practice, what works for our club. A lot of clubs are set up in a, in a different way, um, but um, we're setting ourselves up for success and we think an integrated football department, um, people working across men's and women's will be best for us. Hey, uh, it's been really interesting to hear about uh, how this is going to all work and uh, certainly about the uh, the inaugural academy that's going to start this weekend. Josh, thanks so much for giving us an insight into it and we wish you all the best. Um, it'll... You'll be um, twiddling your thumbs, not so much twiddling your thumbs, but you'll be um, you'll be on the edge of your seat waiting for AFLW six to finish, so that uh, AFLW seven can come around and and Hawthorne can uh, take their place within it. It'll be a uh, a landmark day in the history uh, of the footy club, mate, and we can't wait for it. Yeah, spot on. Thanks for your time. Uh, we can't wait as well, and this is a good start for us. So um, yeah, all the best. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.